It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo what's crack like this? Big Snoop Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Of course, this is the KLP Aftermath. I had to remember what show we were doing because we were doing so many great shows today. But of course, this is KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're live in one of our studios of uh, recording studios from FX Studios of Atlanta. And of course, I'm I'm blessed. I'm, I'm happy to be back in front of the mic because I'm ready to give you guys the greatest show known to man because we did get some news today and by the time you're seeing it, I'm going to post this within the next day or two. But of course, we had our business meeting today and we had we had to calculate a list of audio distribution channels and streaming services. And I am solely, solely happy and excited to say that we're about 40 app stores 40 uh distribution platforms that we have our show on uh you'll see the instagram i was going to list them here on today's show t but there's just so many uh there's so many of some uh distribution channels there's just too many we just don't have time to name them all here on the show but you'll see the instagram post so you guys have to follow our post follow our instagram follow me my personal instagram is uh, kennedy lucas kop and of course emory radio one that's emory's official uh emory radio instagram account and of course klp entertainment's inter- uh, instagram account is just all one word you just gotta follow us there so i you know i, I can't harp that too much because you know it's, it's a great achievement to be on these platforms they just it's it's mind-blowing to me now, before we get on to the news and topic of today's show, because I do have some things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, there's going to be a great show because there's a lot of things I want to talk to you guys about. But before we do that, got to do a little bit of some housekeeping for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, and I, I'm thinking you've been on a rock if you haven't heard, but of course, February 12th is going to be a fantastic day solely because my album comes out, Interstellar Plus Coffee. And the reason why this album is so special because it will be on Shazam, Pandora, Tidal, and Apple Music. So I'm super stoked for this album. I hope that you guys enjoy the album. Uh, there's not that much cussing in it. And I don't think, I mean, I don't think this has any cussing in it, but this is a contemporary R&B album. So I do want to say to my younger audiences, because honestly, I do have a lot of younger audiences now. Um, viewer discretion is still advised because it's a younger, uh, I have a younger audience, uh, audience that listens to our content. So it may not be suited for, uh, children, younger, younger kids. Now I just have to bring that out there because, uh, I don't think I expressed that enough T, uh, it's not, it's not an album that has so much cussing in it it's just it's an r&b album and we all know the r&b rhythm and blues sometimes we can get a little bit um a little bit edgier that's the 
appropriate word to say that we, we we get a little edgier when we make our R&B music. So I just have to kind of throw that out there for you guys for sure because this is one of those things. Uh, one more news announcements from KLP Entertainment, of course. Hopefully you guys are ready for March. Of course, March is going to be a great month for sure because number one, we do have a movie coming out. It has uh, been officially selected for the 2022 Liftoff Global Network Film Festival. Intelligences will be out March 25th. I am super excited to premiere the movie and hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I actually might do a Q&A because the March 20th through the 27th, of course, KLP Entertainment will be shutting down the Atlanta offices because we will be going to New York. Yes, you heard it right. I've tweeted about it. I've talked about it. Yes, officially we are going on tour. We're going to a New York tour. We're filming a movie. We're doing some music over there in New York. We're filming these great scenes for this documentary. We're premiering the movie and of course our show KLP Aftermath will be doing a podcast every night in the state of New York, live from New York, KLP Aftermath. I'm blown away about this. And you guys saw it on my social media about us going to New York, but I never came out to the show on KLP Aftermath. I never really talked about it. So I'm talking about it now on tonight's show, of course. So basically what we're doing, KLP Entertainment and our studios will be traveling to New York because number one, we are filming a, docu a documentary for Amazon Prime called Street Style. So I hope that you guys enjoy the movie when it comes out later this year, uh, because it is a documentary. We're putting up all the stops. We have producers that's gonna be traveling with us. We have friends. I have my brother Ryan going with me too. So that's gonna be a fun thing to do to film a documentary, street style fashion in New York. and. Of course, KLP Entertainment and KLP Aftermath, we're going to be doing podcast shows uh, within New York, live from New York. Of course, we're going to premiere the movie Intelligences on March 25th. Again, we're still kind of skeptical on the live thing because I, I got to see how the internet will flow well with the place that we're staying at. Not going to tell you where, um, but the Q&A, live Q&A might happen. Uh, we are going to be doing some live streaming in New York, too. We're going to be venturing out. And this is kind of going to be kind of a vacation if you will. It's more of a work vacation, honestly, and we're working in New York, but also we're going to be traveling into New York and eating food in New York, going to different venues in New York. So it's just going to be a very fun trip. Um, rest assured to all of my producers, executive producers, you guys know, you guys are watching it right now, T. Um, we're going to be safe because COVID is still here. Obviously, we're taking a chance with this one, but, you know, it's business. So I can't downgrade my business because we're going in there for business purposes. Um, so we are going to be careful. Um, we are going to be very, very careful. We're going to make sure we're vaccinated before we leave. We're going to make sure we're going to be wearing masks as well. But I'm super excited for this. And I do want to thank on the show, um, of course, our business, KLP Entertainment, 12 years strong doing this. And I do want to thank the Emory base, my Emory Radio fan base, because you guys make the tour happen when it came to KLP Aftermath. When I first started this show back in September, you know, we didn't know how far this show was going to be. But you guys enjoy the show. Our ratings has been good. Our topics have been good. Our viewership has been good. So now we're able to afford uh, the, the tour. So it's just, it's been really, really humbling. And I'm glad that you guys enjoy the show. And, you know, every, almost every day of every week, we try to perform 
and give you guys a show. So I, I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm excited. Um, we do got we do got to get through uh, February before we can get to the end of March. But uh, letting you guys know, of course, that tour is coming in March 20th through the 27th. Stay tuned for Monday as well, because we're going to be doing a special Valentine's Day podcast. We're going to be talking about relationships and how I deal with relationships, people I've met in relationships and give you some relationship tips. Now, hopefully maybe it goes far. I mean, I'm, I'm single, so I, I can't, I'm not a doctor in, in, in relationships, but I'm going to experience, I'm going to share you guys my experiences of relationships and, and, and friendships and finding love and finding the Valentine. So we're it's going to be a good show um again for that maybe your discretion is advised because we're going to get a little bit off topic on that show a little bit but it's okay because we have my audiences i think we got a lot of college kids a lot of younger adults so i think that people can handle it but i have to make sure i be careful what i say on monday because you know we are still a pg show so i have to be careful now you guys didn't come here to hear me babble uh, about KOP Entertainment News, even though we got some great things coming out. Of course, we do have topics today. If you didn't celebrate it today, today was National Pizza Day. And honestly, I, I love pizza. I really do. I cannot wait, again, back to the tour. When we go to New York, I get to have some authentic New York pizza. I cannot wait for that. But today was National Pizza Day, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Of course, a lot of gaming companies like, for an example, I saw on Instagram, Insomniac Games uh, got a little snippet of the hit 2018 game spider-man and he was in new york buying pizza so uh comment below what's your favorite type of pizza i'm going to share to you guys my favorite type of pizza um of course now my favorite type of pizza that i like to go and get and i can either go to a pizza store like papa john's and i have to not really a shout out to papa john's team but papa john's is one of my favorite pizza places to go to because i think their ingredients is just better no pun intended with their slogan but they just honestly they have better ingredients i've had uh, papa john's i've had domino's Domino's is okay. It, I mean, you, Papa John's is better. I had Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is good. I like Pizza Hut. Uh, Little Caesars, well, Little Caesars is gross. I, I'm sorry, not to deframe their business, but honestly, I, I don't like Little Caesars. I would prefer to spend more money on pizza if it's good pizza like Papa John's rather than to save money and eat crappy pizza. I'm sorry. Little Caesars, your pizza just is, is crappy to me. Um, of course, so I've had those different types of pizzas uh, places before. Now, we are living in Atlanta and you guys know I'm originally from uh, Macon, Georgia. Uh, I like to say I'm from Atlanta because Atlanta changed my life, but we did have this one pizza spot called CC's Pizza. Comment below if you guys know what I'm talking about. I just got really excited too, I'm sorry, but comment below if you know what I'm talking about, CC's Pizza. They do have some CC's Pizza here in Atlanta too, in, in the metro Atlanta area too. So, um, but I remember when we were kids, we would go to CC's Pizza a lot. Not a whole lot, but like when we wanted to go out and we didn't want to spend so much money on a big restaurant, we go to CC's Pizza. Uh, here in the metro Atlanta area, there is another restaurant that's kind of like CC's Pizza called Stevie B's Pizza. So there's different types of pizza, pizza restaurants, but if you ask me my go-to pizza spot that I like to go to, whether I'm at a party or I'm at a gathering, or if I just want to get some pizza delivered, I go to Papa John's. Now it's rare that I get pizza delivered because I cook my food at my house. I don't 
eat out as much because I am on a health uh, a health thing right now where it's more healthy to cook your own fresh food rather than just to get takeout a lot. But Papa John's will be my go-to pizza. And of course my favorite type of pizza, cause I don't think I talked about that yet. My favorite type of pizza of all time. And I know a lot of people would say pepperoni cause that's the go-to, but no. My favorite type of pizza is the super supreme pizza. I'm talking the bread, I'm talking the sauce, the cheese, the, the uh, mushrooms, the, the pepperoni, the pineapple, the pieces of ham that's on it. That is what you call a super supreme pizza. That is my go-to pizza. I love pizza that has a lot of the meat, a lot of the cheese, a lot of the ingredients on top of the pizza because it's just it just does it right. And now I'm getting kind of hungry. I don't know why I'm getting hungry, T. I, talking about pizza got me hungry and I ate dinner. And you know, it's late, we, we're late night recording the show. And now I'm, I'm starting to get a little hungry because I'm thinking about pizza now, but that's my go-to pizza. That's my go-to pizza is the Super Supreme. So I gotta say happy National Pizza Day. I know it's a, this is not a real holiday. I know this is something that we made up in the trends of social media, but um, it's good. I really wish I would have had some pizza today. Um, again, I'm on a health clinic. I'm on a health thing. And we were in the offices, being in offices all day working on other stuff. So I didn't have a chance to go order pizza because down the street from my office, there is a Papa John's. So we just didn't, I just, you know, I'm on a health thing. I got to make sure I, I stick with my health, stick with my, my gut a little bit. So, you know, this is, it is what it is. Of course, a little shout out here before we get to the juiciness of it, uh, of, it of course, Sifu or Safu, the video game came out. Uh, I believe it was today or yesterday, T. I can't remember, but Sifu is now available for uh, PlayStation 5. Uh, hopefully you guys are going out there and to getting the game. Um, I'm contemplating because we are doing then I just show I, I like to share not too much but I like to share I am contemplating to get the game tea and the reason why I'm contemplating that is simply because you know I told you about it we're doing I'm doing some home renovations um I'm getting I'm trying to get a new bed frame new mattress new covers and you know that's gonna cost which I'm good for but I was contemplating I was like okay I need to get a new, I'm getting a new bed this weekend, but Sifu, Sifu, uh, Sifu or Sifu, however you pronounce it, that game is out and that game looks really good. A lot of people say that that game is extremely hard as you dabble more into it. So I, I, you know, I never like to play a super hard game where I just can't beat it and then I get frustrated, you know, so I don't know. I'm contemplating with that. I might just skip on to food because next weekend Horizon uh, uh, Forbidden West comes out. I'm definitely getting that game for sure. So just a little shout out here. If you play or if you're playing Sifu right now on PlayStation 5, let me know how it is. Do you think it's too hard? Is it too difficult? I'm always wanting to know. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to get to this because this really warmed my, my, my brain a little bit. And I had to take a sip of this because um, this is a story that came out today. And I, I just want to pick your brain about this. Now, this uh, next part, and you guys know, and I, Breakfast Club, I really wish they knew who I am because I talk about them a lot. So you guys don't know, last episode, I did talk about the Breakfast Club and how they do their stories. And I want to start... I watch their YouTube because I'm a subscriber to their YouTube and then they, they just get the juicy stories that I also want to talk about on my show as well. So I wanted to talk about this for sure because this is something very 
interesting that happened in the state of Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. And this was something that has been talked about all over social media. And I wanted to get you guys' opinion. Do you think that this is fair? Of course. So, of course, there was a pub bar. And I, and, and Charlamagne, the guy, couldn't pronounce the name. I, I can't even pronounce the name. But it was a lounge, a bar lounge in Las Vegas. Of course, the bartender by the name of Edward Parker was robbed, uh, was involved. Well, he wasn't involved, but he unfortunately had the luck of being in an armed robbery a debacle at the lounge of course the shooter came into the bar with a loaded gun demanding that edward parker will give up the money of course it says that they the armed robber only grabbed over three thousand dollars i think it was three thousand nine hundred and eighty four dollars if i'm not mistaken but over three thousand dollars uh after the armed robbery and as the armed robbery event took place and it was over the boss of edward parker forced him to sign a legal uh paper to say hey now you're in charge of this three thousand dollars you have to pay this back using your paycheck now a lot of people think this is filed i think that this is filed because honestly and I thank God each and every day that I haven't experienced this. And I hope I never will experience this. But a lot of people get a little bit nervous. I definitely would. If someone comes to my workplace or comes to one of our offices with a loaded gun demanding money, I will be, I probably would pee my pants because I am just that scared of a gun. So for my boss, not saying my boss, or my bosses in particular, but for my, if I was Edward, Edward Parker and the, uh, uh, the the perpetrator, I'm trying to think of the name here, T, if the perpetrator comes in and say, bam, I got a gun, give me the money, I'm giving you the money because I value my life over $3,000. So Edward Parker signed the paperwork and, and Charlemagne the guy and the Breakfast Club, DJ Envy, they, they said that, yeah, he probably did it out of not knowing that he did it because it's traumatizing. This stuff is traumatizing when you when you see a gun. Let me tell you, I have extreme PTSD. So even if I hear a loud noise, that freaks me out. So you can only imagine seeing a gun and some stranger coming up to you saying, bam, I got a gun, give me the money. So it's one of those things where it was a sad occasion that he was a part of but his boss forced him to pay um to, to pay back the money that that he got robbed from and it wasn't really his fault he gave the money because his life was at danger he could have slipped in and like he could have been shot and dead cold-blooded in the bar and i bet you the boss said okay well he's dead but i still need him to pay his money back so Honestly, I think a lot of businesses should make sure that they value uh, human life before money. Honestly, I, you know, it's crazy. It's as crazy as it sounds. Uh, I did see the news report from the Breakfast Club. They they sourced them, and I I do think that's his attorney that they're getting a lawsuit for that going. And I'm glad that Edward Parker is suing the the club for that because that's that's just vile. Then you don't you so you're saying you're valuing. Three thousand, measly three thousand dollars, and I say measly very loosely because three thousand dollars, it is a lot of money. I ain't gonna sit here and flex. That is a lot of money, but you can't value life over 
you you have to value life over that. You can't value three thousand dollars over someone's hard life that you know they want to live they want to continue to live so um honestly i hope the lounge gets shut down because of this um i hope that edward parker wins this and honestly i think edward parker should counter sue them for the damages there and the the pressure of threatening your paycheck and that that is real y'all if you work in a place that people are threatening or your bosses, your supervisors, if they're threatening your money, you can go to legal about it. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen when you threaten somebody's salary. Honestly, Edward Parker, your life is not worth it. You might as well just quit that job and find something else because I'm pretty sure that as a bartender, you can find a different bartending job, especially in Las Vegas of all places. I'm sure you can find another bartending job maybe go to the big um and i forgot the name of the hotel but the big hotel in las vegas on the strip find a different job because honestly these people do not care about your life because they want you to have that money paid back in full using your paycheck and you never know because times are hard and Charlemagne the God says the says it the best, and I'm saying it right here on Kill the Aftermath. You know, I praise people who have jobs right now because it is a scarcity thing right now. A lot of us ain't working because we're still unemployed due to COVID-19. So for everyone who is working, whether you are a bartender or you are an accounts manager, if you have a job you are valued in America. Now, some jobs are harder than others. I'm going to come out and say healthcare providers are going through it right now. Like I work for Emory. So I know about a lot of people at Emory Hospital here in Atlanta that that's going through a lot right now. They're doing a trying to do study research to beat COVID-19 and they're seeing patients. We work in, we're, we're, we're sponsored, we're partnered with Emory Healthcare. So I do know what's going on on the inside of it. So to my point, to healthcare providers, they're going through it the most. So I got to give them their praise because they're going through it. But if you are just a school teacher, if you are just a bartender, if you are an administrative assistant, if you're just a secretary to somebody, you have a job and it's be thankful that you have a job because a lot of us not me but a lot of, and not nobody here at KLB Entertainment but you guys love love your jobs I, I hope everyone loves their jobs here at KLB Entertainment but a lot of people don't um appreciate their jobs they hate their jobs they just want to quit and you got to think about it because not many people are working right now not many jobs are hiring because they can't afford to hire because of the impact of the pandemic so um to, to that point I, I do hope everyone stay blessed up and be thankful about their job edward parker if you're somehow watching the show or listening to the show uh, I think it's about time that you find another job because they just don't care about your life. They care about that measly $3,000 over life. And it's just not fair. Next, we're going to talk about this topic because I wanted to talk about this. And I got to take a sip of this one. I got some lemonade in here, y'all. So I wanted to talk about this because this has, this, this has been across my desk and I just don't understand the Olympics. I really don't. Um, I think this this young girl is fighting for a great cause uh, for what it is. Of course, I'm gonna read you the script, of course. And I don't like how today um, labeled their article. This was the title of their article. It says, black girl nearly disqualified from swim meet 
over Black Lives Matter swimsuit today. That's not how you word your article. That's kind of racist to me. Um, you can say um, African-American female nearly disqualified, but you just said black girl nearly uh, disqualified and swimmy. Do you are today, are you like labeling your articles like this? Because that is not a good way to do it. Anyway, uh, lady, uh, and I probably will butcher her name. Uh, lady, lady or lady, Delona, she's 12 years old. Pretty good. Good for you. 12 years old and you're in the uh, Olympics there. Uh, was brought into tears after the official says that her suit violated rules of being political, her mother said. A 12-year-old swimmer, I'm sorry, this is not the Olympics, I don't think. Uh, the 12-year-old swimmer was briefly disqualified from competition in Wisconsin, Wisconsin of all places, this week for wearing a homemade Black Lives Matter swimsuit, she says. Not hating on Wisconsin, but I mean. Uh, Sarah Lyons of Duluth, Minnesota, told NBC News her sixth-grade sixth grade daughter, Lady Galona, was inspired to iron the words uh, Black Lives Matter onto the black swimsuit. After two discussions of the death of Amir Locke, a 22-year-old black man fatally shot last week by Minnesota, 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 I'm sorry, I can't say the city, I'm sorry, that's a tongue twister, dude. Police during a uh, no-knock warrant, excuse me. This is something that's been going on for two years. Um, Minnesota, uh, I hope they get their stuff straight soon because they're still, I will never, and I'm going to say this, I don't care, this is my show. I am never going to Minnesota. That is one place I will not go ever, 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 ever is Minnesota because they've been through it. It's been two years and I actually do know get a good a friend, a shout out to Wayne. He is from Minnesota and I just, you know, I pray for him every time he go up there. Um, this has nothing. Well, uh, yeah, it does have polit politics in this. If somebody wants to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt, it should not matter to where you want to disqualify. She's 12 years old. So I applaud her for being woke at that young age and really understanding what's going on. I did a thing today in one of my in one of my Emory offices. I, on the board, I put faithful in black is what I is what I made for that because it's Black History Month, number one. And number two, I stay true to that. So you have this 12-year-old swimmer that understands this. And it's not like this 12-year-old is going around uh, protesting at the swim meet or telling people about what happened two years ago, one year ago, a couple months ago. This is something that we as a black culture, we've been fighting every single day and it's just getting worse. So honestly, I don't think that this is worthy of her getting disqualified. Uh, I am applying, applauding her because she understands what goes on. Minnesota has been going through some tough stuff lately. It all started with George Floyd, but they're going through some stuff. So I just don't understand why people feel so uncomfortable when they see Black Lives Matter. They see Stay Woke. They see uh, things like uh, Juneteenth. A lot of people get very uncomfortable because they don't know how to articulate the behind the knowledge of why we're wearing these merchandising shirts and pants and this meaningful things. People feel uncomfortable because they don't know how to react well to it. And I'm getting really sick and tired of people feeling uncomfortable with our blackness. I really don't 
I, I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm really getting very, very angry about that because, you know, it is, you know, this stuff happens every day. 22 year old black man shot in Minnesota during no knock warrant, by, by the way. Great job, police. Great job, Minnesota police. Thank you for doing yet another murder. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Lily probably wore the swimsuit on Sunday during a competition sponsored by the Duluth, and that's in Minnesota, not in Georgia. YMCA is in, excuse me, in Nimbai Superior, Wisconsin. Um, sorry, in, in, in Wisconsin, I'm sorry. Um, that's when the race officially determined Lady's swimsuit was political against the USA swimming, swimming's rules, according to Lions. Now, I'm just not gonna read too much into this because we're, we got three minutes left, but I just really do hope that, you know, this 12 year old swimmer, Lady Galona, don't feel bad, sweetheart. I, you're doing, what you did was applaudful. What you did to represent our culture is very applaudful. Um, if they don't see that, they if they feel uncomfortable about that, maybe it's time that you do something else. Maybe it's time that you go and you do another swim meet at another organization. Um, I honestly think that organization just felt uncomfortable. I don't think it has nothing to do with politics. I think they just felt uncomfortable because they know what happened. That's just my opinion, it's not a fact. I don't see that this organization um, lasting too long because there's a lot of heat to that. Um, you're saying that we can't practice our our right, first of all, it's our right to wear whatever we want to wear. If I came to my Emory office, wore my Juneteenth shirt, and I don't because I like to wear my, my dress shirts at work, but if I come in there and I'm wearing that, there is nobody that's going to tell me, oh, you can't wear that because you feel uncomfortable. So that's what I think it is, sweetheart, Lindia Galona. Uh, what you did again was very applaudful. That organization just felt uncomfortable because they didn't know how to process the murders that happened within our culture. And that's okay. A lot of people are not educated, right? But it's time for us to start educating folks about what really happened. And I just think that's something that should have happened where she maybe could have educated why she wore it. And it had nothing to do with politics. Uh, maybe it's something they wanted to do for clout. A lot of people do a lot of strange things for clout these days. So maybe that's the, the, the reason for it. But honestly, I'm giving that to that organization my donkey of the day. And I don't think I have the right to say that here on the show, but I'm going to say it. that's my donkey of the day is that because that's just wrong. So, of course, looking at my producer, he's telling me that the time is up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to stay tuned for more content this week. The Black History uh, Core Values is available. We have, of course, James Wallen, the newest one for this week. And we have one more coming out for sure. And if you're listening to the show on all audio platforms, thank you. Share with your friends. Let me you guys know we were live. This has been the KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy, Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe and stay swanky.